Um, welcome back. <laughs> hello, uh, <laughs> hello, and welcome back to the um, Sidecar Coffee Podcast. Uh, my name is Lewis. I'm Caleb. I'm Caleb. I'm mom, mom. Help! Okay, okay. I'm Caleb, and I'm Lewis. Yes, and we are back with episode two. Numero dos. That's crazy. We got the first one uploaded. Mm-hmm. Like it happened. It happened. Um, thank you for the support, by the way. Yeah. For anybody for, uh, who is now an active listener of the podcast, because there's listener. there's two. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to get it out to Apple Music quick or uh, Apple like podcast quick, but uh, um, just having some issues there. But don't worry, it's coming. Um, thank you for sharing the podcast too. We got a lot of we get, we just got a lot more listeners than I expected. And it's that awesome, was just, and I've had you know like three separate DMs from people in different conversations. So, yeah, that like from both of us, we greatly greatly yes. appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much, uh, and then also continue showing the love on the Instagram. Yeah, and if you guys at, at, and even like have questions or things that you want us to talk about, don't be scared to to put that in there. So. Yeah, reach out, and then on our Instagram, I'm gonna plug both of our like separate accounts. Um, I have a coffee account. Lewis has a coffee account. And you can DM, DM us there. Just We mm-hmm. love talking coffee, so anytime you want. And yep. speaking of talking coffee, we're going to taste some coffee. Let's taste some coffee. Specifically, so, a so, sidecar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this... And <laughs> if you don't know what a sidecar is, it is, in our case, a milk bre- beverage made with espresso, a single-origin espresso this time, sometimes blends. Um, and then it is paired with a side of that same espresso that you used in the milk beverage. There it is. Sidecar pod. Um, and yeah, so today we're drinking a coffee from Olympia Coffee Roasters. Um, I just came back from a trip from Seattle, Washington, and um, I went and visited their cafe, and it was the best cafe experience I had in Seattle. Um, I was really looking forward to some other places, but yeah, Olympia blew me out of the water. Um, really nice little cafe. Their pastries were fantastic. The baristas um, were really nice, and especially for for sometimes, you know, like me and Caleb are both 22 years old, and so when we walk into a cafe and order a single origin shot or whatever coffee, a lot of, you know, people don't talk to us because they're like, what does this kid know? Like, who are you? <laughs> but uh, anyway, they treated me really, really nice um, and reached out to me and asked me how I ordered a single origin shot, and my dad, um, was who was also with me, ordered... Um, batch brew and both were really good the pastry i got there was fantastic anyway what uh, pastry it was a cherry um like pie danish what was your favorite part favorite part of olympia if you had to pick one thing honestly just so the way they have it's the i liked sitting down on like this edge next with the window and it was half cracked so you got that like cold ish air yeah and i was drinking my espresso and eating my pastry right next to my dad so how was how was the seattle weather though was nice i dude i like overcast weather okay i like overcast weather that's like just a thing about me i like it when it's like fall temperatures so probably like 40 ish degrees yeah and overcast in right. like a little rainy peak like i just like it a lot it's That's perfect cool. coffee weather I've it's never perfect been, coffee weather i've never been weather. to seattle i i've literally have never i haven't even been that way i would love to go back so cool. let me know all right let me know. uh anyway so i actually didn't buy coffee when i was there because i was scared to bring it back on the plane 
Um, which you can do. Which you can I, do. I, I found out you yeah. can do. No, um, and yeah, I ended up. I texted Caleb later that day because I was like, I really wanted to buy coffee, and he I've said done it before. I he said like you can five bags in 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 my backpack one time, and they didn't even ask a question. Yeah, and it's weird because like on on some like TV shows, you'll see that they'll like stab bags of coffee <laughs> to check for drugs, uh-huh. and they saw like five bags of coffee, and he was like. Is that just like? Because I also have my grinder in there, and he was like, "Is that just like coffee brewing gear?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Okay, cool." Sick. All right. Anyway, Atlanta air- <laughs> airport too. It was crazy. Anyways, let's get back on track. Um, this is a natural Ethiopia, a a bibe, gondoa, gondano. All right, I'm giving uh, it to Kelby. Might be better with uh, names. A bebe, uh, godona. All right, a bebe godona. Natural. Natural. Um, a bebe godona is. But it doesn't give any. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a e- natural Ethiopia. It doesn't really give any information on the processing. I guess it's just dried on raised beds, yeah. probably. Um, and so, yeah, uh, this coffee, uh, let's do, I'll do the espresso. First. Yeah, do it. I found that it's so chocolatey. Dude, what? It's so chocolatey. It's not, it's not overpoweringly funky at all like that, with um, no with most naturals t- to me like biscoff kind of i get the cookie butter yeah cookie butter yeah a little a little, a little like um like thai basil like sweet basil yeah like yeah. a little herby it, it yeah yeah right on the end it's like a it's almost salty mm. almost um but almost like a salt on top of like a chocolate chip cookie and then you have like at the front there's that little like lemon lime type orange i'm getting like a little florality yeah but it's also it's cold now, so I right, guess right, it, was, yeah, it yeah. was probably. But it's in Ethiopia, and you're getting that Ethiopia floral. Yeah. Did it say what region? Let me check the website. I'll go with the. Uh. uh village of Conga. It's um. Twenty one hundred meters. This is incredible. <laughs> the I just tasted the. It's that's a it's a I, I believe this is a six ounce cup so we have a six yeah, ounce cortado latte here. yeah or cortado ish hey, the we art have, the art by the way put some respect on my oh, name yeah I will put, put some on the art. respect we don't have on my cameras name. in here so you can't see but like the art it's a it's five stack tulip mm. heard I to me melted vanilla ice cream vanilla bean very vanilla y. Yeah, super vanilla on the end. And you still get the cookie butter. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think I'm also getting... Bro, that cookie butter um, concrete from the, Andy's. From Andy's, <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that's, that's that's very similar to it. I, I also get some, like... I'm almost kind of like... And this could be, like, the herbiness from the shot with the milk. A mm. little bit of Earl Grey, London Fog. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Mm. Um, I get that. Love a London Fog. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's really, good, really good. Really yeah. good. Uh, shout I was, Olympia. yeah, shout out Olympia. If you guys haven't tried them, um, and w- their coffee sounds good to you, I would recommend it. Uh, I will most probably be ordering from them again sometime. I also got a shirt from them. I don't know. It's just a cool company. Yeah. Sick company. If it's good enough to buy a shirt, it's good enough to order from real. every time. It's real. All right. Uh, and so that'll kind of get into the episode or this topic of today's episode, which, uh, we wanted to go with um, your home setup. Yeah, starting off. Starting off, um, we'll talk about like what we what we wish we would have known 
um, recommendations for you guys and just talking about our own home setups um, just so that you guys can kind of get to know us a little bit more and what we brew on um, also what we've experienced before because getting into coffee at home is scary is really scary um, and so yeah, we'll hopefully it's, help it's you guys out a little bit yeah there's just a lot there's a lot to it and there's a lot of unknown and there's a lot of once you know certain things you're like dang, I really wish I had known this. Mm. And that's kind of what we wanted to do creating this podcast anyways, creating the resource we wish we had. <clears throat> and so we're just going to share um, first where we started and like where we are now. Um, so what what was your home setup to so begin with? So my first like actual, I mean, first thing I got into coffee on, as I was talking in the last episode, I would make a French press um, that we just had in the house. Um with that flavored coffee from Picasso's flavored coffee and uh we my mom had this huge kettle that she would warm up her water for her tea in and so I would just get warm that up um use my blade grinder that my dad had for his coffee and make a french press put some like vanilla creamer in it and I would just a little bit international delight or I can't remember the brand but it was I'm like an, oat milk vanilla, guy. so I I don't know, man. I'm an ID guy, international delight. <laughs> uh, and that was like my first actual setup. Um, getting to getting into specialty, I got a fellow ode grinder. Or okay, so getting no cancel, cancel, delete, D- delete. Let's go back. Go back. First, uh, I just Googled burr grinder. And the Java Press hand grinder <laughs> came up. Ceramic burrs. $30. Bargain. Uh, it, it was just, on sale. Just a tin can with And I bought it. <laughs> hey, it's a great starting spot. Don't don't oh, you talk okay, okay, don't you okay, talk okay, slander okay. Okay, that's on okay. the Java yes, Press, okay. man. Uh, great starting place. It, yeah, yeah. And I bought that as my first hand grinder. And then I had a um, Chemex was my first pour over brewer. So I had my Java Press and Chemex in my college dorm that I would make my Peru pour over. And that summer I went to Portrait and I got a Portrait Honduras coffee. Portrait is, uh, it's amazing. That's Portrait out of Atlanta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So shout out them. Yeah. With the, but that was my first, did you like, did you like everything that you were doing? Like with the Chemex specifically? Um, It was, I liked what I was doing. Yeah. I mean, I knew I was getting frustrated with the Java press just because Tracking where you're at on the grind size was was bad. I also was frustrated at hand grinding, and you know yeah, I yeah. am I'm the one person that hand grinds a you're lot. You're a hand grinding machine. Um, and I was just getting tired of doing that in the dorms. Like every single time I wanted a cup of coffee, and especially on a Chemex, I broke my first one, the one that I bought from you. I broke in the dorm sink. Oh wait, is it the one upstairs? It's half. Uh-huh. It's literally just half a Chemex. Yeah, that <laughs> I just used to hold my chopsticks. Yeah. Um. That was my first Chemex that I beheaded, and it's crazy. <laughs> I bought a V60 after that, and once I got more into it, I bought a Fellow Ode and uh, the EKG. And you got a ceramic V60, right? Yes. Okay. I don't. I think that's just what the place. Because I bought I bought the ceramic V60 mm-hmm. and the EKG and the Fellow Ode in the same week. Wow. That's a that's a bag. Yeah. Dropped a bag. I dropped a bag, but I was like, I'm getting invested, you know? Yeah. I had birthday money burning a hole in my pocket. I was like, yep, I'm doing it. 
going into my sophomore year of school. Yeah. And then from then, where are you at now? Uh, okay. So now I've, um, I have multiple different brewers, uh, grinder wise. I still have the Ode, but I only use that Ode Gen 1. Only have, and I have not switched out the burrs. Just the yet. OG. The OG. Bare bones. Ode. OG. Um, and then I still have my EKG kettle. I'm looking at the Time War ones, man. They look nice. The Time War, uh, yeah. yeah. The, the, I like the, there's like, they have so much control mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the the spout because they're so curved. Mm-hmm. Um, they do like a like a weird like dip right mm-hmm. at the top. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, looking at that anyway, um, and then I just got a new grinder in, yes, the Sculptor seventy eight S. Haven't I'm so scared to touch it. It's a tank though, it, like feeling it and trying to lift it. It's heavy, mm-hmm. but yeah. It, Waiting for my seasoning beans to come in, which I accidentally shipped to my St. Charles address. So. They're just chilling, chilling at home right now. Amateur rookie mistake. Yeah, rookie Uh, rookie mistake. And then I have a Commandante C40. Yep. And a Easy Presso X Pro. There you go. uh, Hand grinder. So both the Commandante and the Easy Presso um, are both brands. So everybody new to this. Yeah. um, Commandante C40 is a um, metal hand built in Germany um, hand grinder. Um, with dude, I can't even think of the name. Conical burrs, yeah. Conical yeah, okay. burrs. Most hand grinders, most all hand grinders. No, right there's, there's 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 that one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pe- Petro. What I, don't know I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're talking about burrs. That that can be a whole different yeah. um episode. Um, yeah, burrs so being what cuts the coffee. Easy Presso. Easy Presso. Two different companies. Yes, two different yeah. companies. Two different hand grinding companies. Both make. Very, very high-quality grinders. Very. And we'll get into hand grinders a little bit later when we're talking about getting into coffee because I feel like it's a great place to start for, for grinders. Um, anyway, yes, very, very happy with where I'm at right now. Um, I think getting that sculptor for espresso is going to really help me dive into espresso because I haven't really gotten into it. I have Caleb gifted me a Breville... Is it a dual duo temp? Yeah, duo temp pro. That's what. Yeah, that was my first espresso machine. And you can kind of get into that, but um, yeah. yeah, that's my setup right now. I'm happy with it. I just am fiending for a new espresso machine, but um, that money's burning a hole. Yeah, like, for real. <laughs> so maybe in it. the next couple months we'll be seeing a new a Lulette Bianca V3 on my bar. Ooh. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely see with dogs. that. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, my first years getting into coffee, I was just a filter guy because I didn't, I didn't know where to start with an espresso machine and I didn't really want to invest for me. I didn't want to start with like a base. I just wanted to go into, you know, getting a, an apartamento or a Bianca, right. um, or even looking at a decent, but, um, I never thought, cause it was a whole separate market. And for me, I knew a lot more about filter coffee you when I met you, it was immediate to me that you knew way more about espresso. Love espresso than I did. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, you just it, having a hand grinder for so long. You're a big hand hand grinder guy, and you're grinding for until the other day you were grinding for uh, espresso with a hand grinder. Yeah. And, like it's really hard to get into espresso when you're constantly hand grinding because you, I mean, you could sit there and do ten shots, but which, who wants to hand grind that? Yeah. You know? Which 
the X. Uh, so I was using the Easy Presso X Pro for espresso. Um, did great job. Uh, just uh, uh, for you, the price of that grinder. Yeah, one forty or fifty. Yeah, yeah amazing. Espresso. That that grinder has been incredible, and we'll talk about Easy Presso later. But um, getting into it, uh, we've already been talking for fifteen minutes. So Caleb, nice. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was your so, setup, man? Um, so my first like setup that I actually felt like was a setup um, was. Um, I had French press, I had a Chemex, and I had two kettles. I had a really big, like, regular boiling kettle, like, it no no fancy spout, nothing. And then I also had a gooseneck kettle um, that I got with a my, – my, my dad actually got the, me for this for Christmas. It was a, a pour-over set. Uh, it's by the company Mueller. I think you can still find it on Amazon. It was only, like, $45, and it came with a carafe, um, one of those, like – Chemex shaped carafes, but it was really small. It was smaller, a metal filter, and the gooseneck kettle. So honestly, a, a deal a for what it was. A bargain, really bargain. Half, yeah, yeah, big bargain. Um, and so that that was. Uh, and then I also had a um, a forty dollar electric burr grinder from Amazon uh, that I got, and uh, I, I got it using like I had like a Amazon gift card, and so I was just like, sure, I I know burr grinders are the thing. Um, it had ceramic burrs in it, and then anyway, that's another topic but um yeah so that was whenever i felt like i really had my first setup so two coffee brewers a grinder two kettles and i felt like i was two awesome. kettles man. also two kettles crazy. also six bottles of uh skinny girl syrups <laughs> on the bar in like a little tj maxx like ray dunn basket anyways oh, it, was, it was crazy that's i cute, thought man. it was adorable <laughs> <laughs> okay people came into into the dorm and were like wow you have a whole coffee shop in here i'm like you don't even not yet um but then jumping forward bought my first espresso machine used on ebay it's a breville duo temp pro um <laughs> that i've now gifted to lewis and um with that Dude, Garrett just texted me there's a bat in his room there's a bat in his room <laughs> it crawls in through the air conditioner because it's hot and then it gets inside that's crazy last time i caught it oh it's my happened God. before yeah <laughs> all right sorry viewers Lewis has a bat in his house uh, Lewis just lives in the bat cave all right so well let's uh let's take a break real quick yeah we're gonna take a break <laughs> we'll come back <laughs> we'll be right back folks okay we're back. We're back. Hopefully. Yep. Yeah, All right, we're back. So we are recording. <laughs> Perfect. So Lewis just courageously saved that bat from that room and Me, took it outside. <laughs> it, it was it was great. He's safe now. It, 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 I was not single-handed. It was not single-handed. Shout Justin. out Justin. Shout out Justin. Shout out Splitty. Justin. Splitty. Um, All right. Anyways, okay. The bat is safely out back in its natural habitat. Bat is safely hopefully, out. So hopefully unharmed. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't believe in harming animals. Nope. Not on this podcast. This is a coffee podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Back to um, what you were talking about. So Duo Temp Pro, I believe is what I was talking about. So the Breville Duo Temp Pro, got it used on eBay um, for 500 No, because that's retail. Um, 250 Bargain. That bargain, yeah. Um, so shout out to whoever sent that to me. I don't know your name. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> and so I now have the Rocket Apartamento. I have a DF64 Turin Grinder. Um, stock the new yeah stock burrs. I now have the new fellow EKG Pro, um, and then a bunch of other little tools and gadgets and brewers. I have a hand grinder and easy presso grinder that I got off of Rogue Wave Garage Sale. Garage Talk about sale. that later. 
yeah and then yeah so that that's it about me that's my setup uh you can check out uh at caleb brews on instagram and actually see it um, and then um scales forgot to talk about i don't even know the scale that caleb gifted uh, me my scale yeah i did uh so they're from rogue wave um they're 75 75 yeah do you remember so, the brand it's uh cafe ghost okay sweet no great scales Ca- it's cafe cafe gona yeah ghost scales yes cafe kona ghost scale look that up it's it's a dual-sided scale um just look it up you'll see it it's it's a really nice it's scale. a digital scale it's really um, nice but you can find any scale um but anyways so all right we're gonna move on to talk about you guys listening and starting your first home setup some of you guys have one and are listening some of you guys don't have one uh and, and want to start one so we want to give some tips things that we wish we knew when we started building a setup so, uh yeah. so number one grinder grinder if you want to it's the most important part it's I, and yeah. so like understanding coffee in general um what you're doing when you brew coffee is you're just trying to get the best most even extraction possible that you can do yep um and so what's going to help you do that is even consistent ground coffee um and that's going to lead to better tasting coffee more consistent tasting coffee um and just allows you to kind of hone in your own taste and preferences and just allows you to enjoy the experience of of coffee in your own home so uh, yes grinding your grinder is the the most important part of your setup a lot of people are like obviously like i need to up the quality of my coffee but if you're using a blade grinder and you have an Alita State Geisha, it's still going to taste bad. Exactly. Yeah. No matter how expensive or how um, how the quality of your coffee, if you're cutting it up into pieces that are really big and really small in the same brew, like it's just not going to extract mm-hmm. correctly. And so you're not going to be able to taste everything in that really good quality. And coffee. also, you know talking about this and like your grinder you don't have to go buy an eg1 and spend four thousand dollars on it um and so i think starting out you know caleb had um time war chestnut yeah i believe that was like 80 dollars c250 50 50. and that's and that's stainless steel burrs stainless steel burrs conical burrs and it fits real nice has a nice um can do espresso yeah um, yeah, we did. Test we did that espresso. Out one time. It, it takes a while to grind, but you can do espresso with it. Uh, so time war. Uh, That's what C2. I would probably say. Like best base, cheap. They now, I will say, they do now have the C three out, which is I think seventy or eighty dollars mm-hmm. now. So uh, honestly, that that's good enough to last you for like a year. Uh, and, and so that's just going to get you that consistent, consistent um, grind size. And what with the. Oh, what's the grind adjustment on the chestnut? It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's on the bottom of the grinder. Yeah. So it's these the are bo- all just kind of like creature comforts with with buying a hand grinder. The most annoying aspect of owning a hand grinder to me is remembering what grind size you're on. No, yeah. Whenever you, whenever there's no numbers or anything, there's um, there's numbers on. No, there's not. But there are little ticks, and it only goes from like zero to. Thirty, I think, and so, so clicks. Really not clicks is what we're talking about. Is the um, the micron adjustment to the, and you can get into the burr gap and all that. Crap. Yeah, all that jazz. But, but it's, basically, it's basically moving the burrs closer together. So each tick, apart. each tick is uh, closer or further away. Um, and so on hand grinders, like an annoying aspect of the Commandante, is that it has no indication of what 
what um, click you're on. And so every single time I get my commandante out, I have to I have to zero it down. And so crank it's so hard. Once you get to like five clicks, trying to get it down to zero, you I have to get like a towel to help me turn it even more. Anybody who's ever had to deal with a commandante knows that. Um, if you're looking at a commandante, just know that it is a very frustrating part of owning that grinder is zeroing it out every single time. Yeah, I mean, just having uh, just having some, something on the grinder, whether it be like a little dot. And some type of indication, Or, yeah. or some sort of number system is, is awesome to have. Mm -hmm. the, um, the other thing about like hand grinders is like you just got to realize that if you if you know yourself well enough, and know that you're not going to put in the work to grind out your coffee every morning, then just go with like a $50. You can get, you can get in and that'll do it. If you look on Amazon, um, I would recommend if you want to like fellow owed is three, what? 350 now gen two. Uh, so, somewhere around there. Yeah. And then Baratza one. encore one twenty. Yeah. They have a new version out the ESP, which does espresso. And I think it's like, 200 mm -hmm. or I think it's in direct competition with the fellow opus yeah opus so the fellow opus is a sub 200 grinder so it's <clears throat> gonna cost you about a 195.99 um that's a solid grinder as well um so and this so is we're, all we're, for we're just talking about all because basically and so in the aspect of getting into coffee you can't and i don't know can't but getting into espresso is a m more of a money pit it's a hobby it's it, it's almost filter a coffee something you can do and max spend on a setup, hundred dollars. Hundred, yeah, hundred dollars. But for espresso, one you got to buy a machine. Now I will say, invest in your grinder first because a lot of your cheaper machines will do the nine bar pressures. Like it's just, it's just dispersed. Like uh, that's put, a whole kind of different it's episode if we want to talk water. about espresso. Yeah, yeah. But for us, we're we're mostly talking about filter here just because espresso is a whole separate it's, thing. It's I always tell people if you're looking to get into espresso, you need to dive in all the way. It's hobby, not a, it's yeah. don't do it. Uh, all right. So yeah, investing in a grinder is tip number one. Uh, tip number two uh, is watching out for fake ads and knowing when it's a sponsorship. Yeah. So, and especially now with this, you know, day and age of having social media everywhere, you look at in, in like Instagram, TikTok. YouTube, there's a lot of ads and coffee companies that are sending things to reviewers and influencers, and they just are immediately recommending it or telling you you need this um, and like giving kind of like false reviews. So just really watching out for, um, and even the people that we're going to name today, um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to name call, but like, you know, like. Just, do just it. always I, watching out for yeah, it. Yeah, just watching out. Unle unless and they, they and they always say they always say yes, like this. Exactly. Blank and blank sent me say, this. If you, if you're watching someone and they don't specifically say that they paid for it and, and that they're really transparent about it, I know Lance Hedrick is very good about being transparent. Um, then, then just take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. it, it not saying that it's a bad product if they're sponsored because that's just not true, but. Just take it with a grain of salt. Take it as like, okay, well, they're being paid. So there's obviously some bias there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that's with any product, mm -hmm. right? And so, so yeah, just looking out for that with influencers. And then from influencers, we got to talk about our favorites. We yeah. got to so get getting into coffee. Getting into coffee, something that really helps is having uh, a source of knowledge, a source of, of you know, 
helping you figure it out. Yeah. Um, hopefully us. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully us. But but yeah, there's there's uh, getting Sorry, into coffee me. is it's intimidating, mm. it, and there's there's no way there there are ways to make it less intimidating, but there's uh, no way that I found there's, right now. There's a huge learning curve. No intimidation, yeah. right? Um, and so someone who really helped me uh, that. I think you showed me. So obviously, we both talked about him last episode. James Hoffman, big one the of the biggest uh, coffee influencers on YouTube, known as the God of Coffee on also YouTube. Talking about, I'm just gonna dive into this a little bit. Um, getting into coffee, just try to find as much knowledge as you can. Speaking of James Hoffman, he has a book, The, the Atlas world, of Filter yeah, Coffee. The world Atlas of Coffee. Well, he has he has two books now. He has The World Atlas of Coffee, and then he has How to Brew Better Coffee at mm-hmm. Home. And both of those books, highly recommend. If you're getting into coffee or just want something cool to put on a table in your house that people are going to raise an eyebrow to, The Atlas of Coffee is is fantastic. You get history of coffee. You get an explanation on, on varieties and how it's grown. You get um, an, an explanation on origins and what happens at origins, characteristics of um, flavors from those origins. And also a, a deeper explanation on the individual markets of the origins and how long coffee has existed there. Um, different different things like that. Yeah, and just overall the industry. Like it's such a good industry deep dive. Anyone in the industry that you talk to, that is owning a cafe or is a roaster, any anywhere around that in specialty coffee has pro- probably owns the book mm. and has read it once or twice. And I just I gave my book to Tyler. Yeah, I mean, it's such a good book, and, and then also like like you said, like sitting on the coffee table, it's also quite literally a big book. Like mm-hmm. it's it's massive. So and you can literally like just read a couple pages and then there's put it so down. much knowledge. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, me, um, yeah, it's great. And then I think a, an influencer for me that really helped Kyle Rousel gotta shot gotta shout him out. He mm-hmm. actually owns September Coffee Co. Out of Canada, in yeah. Canada, Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Believe so. Ottawa, Canada. Sure. Uh, anyway, but great. Kyle, he's he's fantastic. Very he's very so, approachable. And if you comment on any of his vi- like, uh, when I was looking for an Easy Presso grinder, I left like multiple comments on his on his um, Instagram, like asking very active about recommendations, comparisons, and he but uh, he's so nice, man. He's so nice. Well, he's Canadian, Duh. <laughs> <laughs> man. But anyway, uh, Kyle. Kidding, but yeah, Kyle. Shout out, Kyle. Man. In- incredible person. Incredible I person. Would love to meet him in person one day. He's maybe just we incredible. can get him on the podcast. Maybe. Hey, Kyle, if you're listening, <laughs> come on, man. Let's do it. We love you. We love you. Uh, he's incredible. Great source of knowledge and, and just a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of his are... videos very educational. Um, he for for the mo- I yeah great great yeah he's great for and and just. He also has a great Instagram that he keeps up with. Mm-hmm. He also keeps up with September Coffee Co. Instagram, and he just responds to everything. Mm-hmm. How he responds to everything, I don't know, but he's very, very involved in the industry, um, and yeah, and also involved in competition. Yeah, great, great story, um, great business, great business, great guy ethics. Yeah, yeah all, just great all guy. Um, and then going, speaking on Instagram, are there any like Instagram people that? And stand honestly, out to this you? is this is for. For you, man. I've never gotten into the Instagram really? like reviewer game. The only person that I follow influencer wise is um is it Chris? X Oh X X Riss, yeah, Chris. Yeah. X Riss X R I S. He does Chris. reviews. He also is into kind of like the 
uh hype beast coffee <laughs> yeah, so he has like all the supreme like yeah, mocha like, pot yeah. he has the supreme the supreme mocha master um and yeah. also just other rare weird collabs in the coffee world yeah he he does have a lot yeah i think for me and it's the, just very aesthetic like it's run his his social media is run very well yeah i think that the person that stood out to me the most at first was jimmy the barista i think now he he's it connected with onyx in some way um but he he's awesome very like energetic and just super just awesome to watch great content original content too nothing i feel like everything he does people follow and that's the person i want to follow and mm. yeah so jimmy the barista shout out he's just done a lot of work uh in the past two years specifically and has grown his account it, it, to the point where i i never thought i don't know it's it's huge uh he also does youtube as well um but yeah, and then and then also just going off of resources, like we, we mentioned the two books, um, The World Atlas of Coffee, uh, How to Make Better Coffee at Home, both by James Hoffman. Mm-hmm. If you really, really want to dive deep if you and get, really get to nerdy know coffee, it. Terroir yeah. from Barista Hustle, that is a, it's a good resource to know where coffee comes from. It's and, it's very nerdy, more on the plant side of things. Um, it talks about the structure of the coffee bean. It talks about um growing techniques it talks about um different types of of soil and what is best for coffee um it gives different interviews with farmers across the world and explains just um like the spacing between crops and coffee the outputs of that the struggles at origin and getting older people older farmers to to adapt to new techniques and stuff great and if you're like for me to read and that's what I'm reading about in classes and like as a student getting taught about the things I'm reading in the book is really, is really yeah. Cool. And then you just appreciate it more mm-hmm. when you know where something comes from, regardless of what it is, you just appreciate it more. Yeah. These books are great. I actually used the world Atlas of coffee in one of my plant classes uh, as yeah. for, for a project. I, I, I had to use it as a reference. Yeah, I, me too. I used it as a reference. I've used it uh, a couple times for like uh, like um, different um, like research papers. And I was just like, coffee, coffee, everything. And mm-hmm. where did that come from? The World Atlas of Coffee. Such a good, like, to know everything in such a very, a, a very digestible form too. Mm-hmm. James Hoffman does a really good job at that. Uh, a good website to look at for things into coffee and honestly probably a page to follow on instagram is scott rao the man the myth the legend we got to give him a proper introduction very big name in coffee um he has four books three i want to say no because he has two roasting books yeah and four or five maybe i want to say four or five anyway roughly yeah he also does a barista hustle course Mm -hmm. um how to roast it's like a roasting course that i'm actually taking now um, right now it's in its beginning stages, so we haven't really gotten into roasting. Big name uh, in the coffee industry. Huge name. He, um, Big pioneer started in Regalia, roasting. Yep. Uh, or worked with Regalia in New York, and now he owns Prodigal Coffee. Out of Boulder. Yeah. I just Boulder. ordered from them. That's actually who I'm getting my uh, seasoning beans from and a bag of coffee. They were in my top list of roasters last year that I tried. Um, if you didn't see that post, it's on my Instagram, Lewis Does Coffee. Um, yeah. I, he, he's that, just... He's amazing, and the things that he's done for the industry are <clears throat> insane. Um, but speaking the goat. of the goat, <laughs> Scott Rao. Anyway, sorry, now we're getting anyway. Anyway, Annie. All right, we just mentioned roasters, 
And I, I think while, yes, buying a good grinder is very important, I think right up there with it, I don't think it's a one or two spot thing. I think they're right with each other. Buying good coffee. Good I would quality put that as coffee, number two. Ethically sourced coffee. Grinder's number one. <laughs> anyway, coffee. <laughs> let's talk about coffee. So okay, yeah. So um, so so let's start off. Where where was your what was your first like big roaster that you loved? What so what we talked about? Actually, I bought a sweatshirt from them. Brandywine was the first roaster I got into. Um, and yeah, loved their coffee. Uh, I loved their kind of like goofy. Yeah, goofy like cartoony vibe. Type, comic yeah, marketing, strip kind of marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Um, Really anyway, like really fantasy. nice team. Yeah. All the interactions I've had, I know, I've been ordering from them for literally four years. Yeah, their big thing is, like, coffee magic. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they have, like, a little wizard character that they put on some the bags. The kitty it's wizard, very, man. very, like, mythical. Yeah. They do uh, different bag art designs for every coffee they drop. They have a, their own artist. Um, I don't know if he's in-house. I think he they, they just I think he's a good friend. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't remember. His name's like, it's, like, Todd? his Instagram's, like, Todd. Tom? It's, like, T-O-D-D-E-4-3. Something like that. Something around there. Anyways. Anyway, first big roaster I ordered from Brandywine, uh, and then obviously Black and White. Just two big roasters. I and obviously. Say. And Onyx. Onyx. And there Onyx. you go. Onyx and is big. Onyx. So then what? what's your favorite roaster of all time? All time. It's got to be Sweet Bloom. I just – I ordered from them it's too so much. solid. And that that was probably my roaster of the year that, this past year, just like getting banger after banger after banger. Yeah. Um, really cool company. I visited their cafe in Denver, awesome space, cool baristas. Um, but yeah, just the quality of coffee I get from them is 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 insane. The way they have their website set up, the different um, kind of intro to origin that they have, where they have the descriptions of yeah. their farmers is cool. Um, just good information to know. I would also probably put because I had a subscription from Say for a really long time. You did. That's and right, yeah, yeah. I've always liked the stuff that they have. I love the transparency of say and just kind of the the setup of their bags, their their mission, vision, values, uh, what they do in the industry is cool. And then favorite roaster right now. Uh, oh gosh, man, I should have came prepared. Uh, just tried Ilse for the first time. Yeah, where are they at? Somewhere in the east. Connecticut. Somewhere in the east. I'll Connecticut. Connecticut. Anyway, yeah, I had a pink bourbon from them. Honestly, I would say I really I was impressed. I got I have a Pepe Hijon coffee. I want to try from them, but um, yeah, just as of right now, I'm really impressed with what the coffee that they gave me. Uh, cool. How about you, man? So starting roaster Onyx. That was that. It, it wasn't the first roaster I, I bought from, but first specialty roaster. Um, very good with like uh, lowering the intimidation. Their packaging is sick. When when you get an Onyx coffee, it feels like an experience, and specialty coffee is an experience, and it's, and and it's an experience for everyone. Um, I think the first coffee I bought from them was Geometry. Mm-hmm. Um, What's awesome about Onyx is the transparency within the company. Oh yeah, they they like even can, got it now. You, you can know everything about yes, the coffee. They they, they even get. got it now, and this is really nerdy, just because I I'm a roaster. But like the if you enter your batch number on their website they'll show you the roasting curves mm-hmm. and who roasted it. And I think that's awesome. Um, and then I think, what did I ask of all time? Ooh, um, uh, <clears throat> favorite roaster of all time. Well, prob. Oh, I don't even know what you're going to say. That's actually really hard. Don't know. Um, favorite roaster of all time. 
I I hate to do it. But I oh, I'm going to go Brandywine actually. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Sweet Bloom, but but I've ordered more from Brandywine. Yeah. I've only ordered twice from um from Sweet Bloom, but Sweet Bloom's but fantastic. But you just tried all the coffees that I've gotten from them. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh and then so Brandywine. Brandywine's solid. Um, I picked up like a forty uh forty dollar two pound mystery bag from them and it was a uh washed uh Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Super like grapefruit high chews is what it tastes like. It's so good. Yeah. Um and then my favorite roaster right now is Momo's out in South Korea. Yeah. Uh, we only shout had out two. Comet. Yeah, shout out Comet in St. Louis. They wholesale from them. They have them on their retail shelf. If you're in the St. Louis area, stop in there. Um, look at their retail shelf, Momo's Coffee all, all, in first South of all, Korea. All of the quality is just all over that shelf. Any, yeah, any bag yeah. of coffee, Tim you grab Wobo, off that. Manhattan. There's so many roasters that we could name on, honestly. But yeah, those are those are mine. So some an honorable mention, I want to say, and what kind of I want to transition into this next kind of topic I want to talk about. Um, actually, I'll say this first. Don't be scared to order online. I think a lot of people get stuck in trying trying to find a local roaster or trying to find somewhere they can buy coffee from like Schnucks or Walmart, like trying to find something good there. Like, yes, in certain areas you can find good coffee in a grocery store or at a local place, but expanding your palate and also in some aspects, sometimes it's cheaper. Um, And taking everything me and Caleb just said is not local to us. And yeah, we, no. we, we will preach like support your local coffee place, but it's also depending on your situation. Um, also expanding your palate and trying new things is also good. And, and especially if you have the, like, you un- have unless you're to. living in the areas like Durham, North Carolina, and you're living in Colorado, then the, these roasters are world renowned roasters. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody should try them. The ones that we've mentioned. Um, it, so going back expanding on your palate that that's also another important part of getting into coffee Um, what you like is the most important aspect of because it is your especially coffee as it is this huge industry and is there's multiple different things uh, in within the world itself it's also like buying coffee tasting things to to what you like and and that's the main part of a home setup is your personal preference regardless of who says what online regardless of what me and caleb tell you your own personal experiences build your own palate and and what you look for and and desire within coffee itself so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna end the podcast on this and then we're gonna go over just we're gonna say our favorite brewer uh uh, at the very end but I, one thing i want to say i have also one more thing to okay. say about a one more thing to to, to kind of get on an ending note is you'll hear a lot of um talk about the end game and buying equipment in the end game and getting buying this really expensive equipment that is considered end game and and i think it's it's just and and it's just a bunch of crap um, when you're when you're looking it's at these, garbage. But so so in game, a lot of times it's it's set up into tiers, and it's like budget friendly, beginner equipment, and then there's in game. Like I I think there's your in game is whatever you want it to be. At the end of the day, so the, this is a I'm actually going to quote Randall from Taleo Coffee in St. Louis. We had a conversation with him, and he said the best coffee is the coffee that's made with intention 
and it's the one that you like, just like Lewis was saying. Intentionality behind everything is one of the most important parts about coffee. Um, but also, I, this is something that I wholly, uh, fully believe in. Um, your coffee, your choice. You do what you want. It, we, are, we are not here to tell you um, that you yeah. should do any of these things. Yes, Lord. But you do what <laughs> yep. is best for your cup. <laughs> And and if you as long as you put intention and care behind it, you're gonna have a good cup cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. What you like is what you like, and and you wouldn't be doing coffee if you weren't if you weren't wanting to be intentional about it. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like you, so, you wouldn't be doing all of these things or getting right. involved with it if you didn't care about it. Yeah. So to to wrap up everything that we've talked about, just just know that at the end of the day, it's your setup. It's your setup. It's your situation. It's your palate. It's your coffee, and it's your choice. It's you. It's, it's all you. you. It's all about you. Not about us. We, we don't care about, about us. You. It's about you. About you. It's about you. <sighs> All right. So. <laughs> All right. Okay, so. So now mm. we will really. I. Oh, you're no, gonna no, say no, one no. thing. I want one thing. I want to do a, sp- a special little little shout out here. Um, coffee scary. It's scary. It's a scary thing to get into. One of the scary parts about it is the price tag. Most things are expensive. However. Most of the times, you will have a transparency. With good companies, you always want to look for a transparency so they can show you how much they paid for the coffee, making making sure that they're they're supporting sustainable um, direct trade and all of these different things within the world of specialty coffee. Uh, however, a, a kind of brand I want to shout out that help, has helped me as a college kid that does not have a lot of money but still wants to support specialty coffee, Rogue Wave. Yes. They will forever have. And so the cheat code for me, when I don't have a budget at all, you can get a two-pound bag of coffee, a one kg bag of coffee off Rogue Wave's website, shipped to you for like $42, and it will ship in two days. Yeah, two days from Canada, $5 shipping, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, $5 shipping. And we're, we're, so we're in Missouri. We're in, in, in America, in the United States. And so shipping from Canada is not cheap, and they it, they do a lot of great work in keeping it very affordable. So yeah, that that good shout That's out. That's just I just wanted to put that out there because a lot of people don't want the price tag or whatever. So exactly. it's like buying a kg of coffee. I've done that multiple times to yep. just where I have coffee for the next you know couple weeks, month, and I didn't spend an arm and a leg or have like extra coffee spending money. Right. And uh, great roaster. Everything I've had from them is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and they also have a special thing, the garage sale, that yes. Caleb got his coffee. I got have, Yeah, I got yeah. my uh, grinder off of there, and it's originally a $250 hand grinder, and I got it for 120 because they used it on a showroom floor. Mm-hmm. Check their garage sale every week, I would say, because it doesn't update too frequently, but just check. You never yeah. know what you'll find. Great company. Um, they have so many different things on their website. You can they also have brewing get guides. They have filters. Equipment. Yes. Uh, glassware. Mm-hmm. Uh, serving wear anything that you need is so that, on yeah Wave. that's just another kind of company i wanted to throw out there uh and then yeah for, that's a solid shout out yeah uh and then yeah so you know build your own um setup tailored to you and when what you want uh starting out again hang can't go wrong with hand grinder yep uh easy presso and timor yep. two great brands yep um and also, don't get freaked out. You don't need a fancy Timor or Stag EKG kettle. You can find great kettles on Amazon. Do what's best for you. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, coffee. 
yeah, get, get good coffee, quality get good coffee. coffee. Make sure it's ethically sourced. And then we're going to wrap it up here. And what was your, what's your favorite brewer? Favorite brewery. Right now, and you'll probably say the same thing, is the Oreo. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. It brings out – it has – it's just, like, so solid. It's it's light, but it's not too light. You don't have to worry about – it's, like, so forgiving. Um, forgiving, yeah. It's beautiful. It looks hit, great. The, design, the design's nice. Uh, flow is awesome. You can use any filter paper for it. You can use – multiple different types of filter papers you can get really real nerdy with the no bypass you yep. can use regular kalita waves which you can find at if i can buy kalita wave filters in cape Girardeau, you can buy them anywhere <laughs> yeah like that's true. Yeah. come on now right uh and yeah the Oreo for me has what i've been brewing on for literally a year now and Same. still completely yeah. fine with it i've been uh I th- i'll throw in an origami if i have a lighter or more if yeah. i have a i've been okay so i've been messing around with doing my own brewing like trying to get Uh-oh. my own little brewing recipe. Uh, and I have a pretty good one for the origami. But that's mostly something I only try on, yeah. on higher. We'll definitely do coffees. an episode on brewing. Yeah. But the Oreo, I'll also say that's my favorite go to right now. Anytime I have a new coffee, I immediately throw it on that with my recipe. And um, yeah, it's very forgiving. Like you said, it's durable. It's You can travel with it. It's awesome. And yeah. That's and you can use, you don't need a gooseneck kettle. No, I've, I've gone home multiple bro. times and used my mom big my mom's big tea kettle or if you or and I've done this before in an airport using a Starbucks cup go up ask for a cup of hot water yeah you don't even need use it you don't even need a kettle so, so yeah um that's it that's a kind of brief explanation on home setups if brief. you again a brief yeah brief <laughs> 40 it's okay. 49 minutes later the end, yeah hey if you hey, made it's it shorter than the first one baby yeah. steps baby yeah steps. shorter than the first one we'll get there if you've made it to the end and you're listening to this First of all, thank you for listening to the second episode. Thank you for being with us, mm. and thank you for making it to the end. Yeah, uh, and then again, uh, any qu- I know we kind of talked about a lot of different stuff in this episode, and if you have any kind of individual questions about your own personal setup or uh, like more direct kind of um, recommendations. Yeah, if you need any clarification, let us know. DM. I will Sidecar put, Pod on Instagram, and yep, then we both I have separate our, Instagrams. I will put our individual uh, Instagram handles in the description of this podcast. So look out for that. And then, yeah, look out for the next episode. Um, we sh- I, th- I think we're going to, our goal is weekly goal is weekly. Our goal is weekly. So Monday, I think, I think Monday is the go way to Monday. We did Monday. Why not? Monday, yeah, start your day. week off start right. week with sidecar. With sidecar. All right. All right we perfect. appreciate you guys. Um, happy brewing. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a great week. Um, and yeah, yep. Your coffee, your choice. And that's the episode. Thank you, guys. Bye. (laughs) See you later. See you later. Have a blessed day. Blessed day. Yes. Cut that off. (laughs) Turn it up in the headphones a little bit. (laughs)